This is Comic Geek Speak, episode 1816 Preview. Comics, movie, games, toys, artists, comics. Comic Geek Speak, Comic, 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 Comic Geek Speak, Comic, 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 Comic Geek Speak. United the world's mightiest heroes. This is. I'm Brian Christman. I'm Shane Kelly. And I'm Chris Everly. Comic Geek Speak. And welcome to the show. Yes, it's time once again for previews, where we go through the previews catalog. This is the August 2016 previews catalog for item shipping to stores uh, beginning in October of this year, 2016. So there's a section of the Halloween, Halloween. Uh, items <laughs> up, at, up, at, up at the front. So we're going to go through the catalog and try to, try to give you some uh, ideas of things you may want to pre-order, things that catch our eye. Um, and as always... God, I thought you said cats are... I'm like, I didn't see that I, I may have. I'm just uh, not sure no, what I'm saying right now. it's me. <laughs> but as always, these previews episodes are brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service. Go to dcbservice.com for all your pre-ordering needs. Because when you pre-order from DCBS, right away, any DC, Marvel, Dark Horse, or Image books you pre-order are 40% off the cover price. Most other publishers are between 20 and 35% off cover price. And, of course, they run many specials of 45, 50, 60, sometimes up to even 75% off cover price. They continue. This is like a mainstay of theirs. This oh, half-off all-new trades and hardcovers from DC and Marvel. That's, that's been that way for quite a while. They are continuing Don't on Don't jinx that. it. <laughs> Plus, they also run many, many bundles where they will put together a bunch of books for one price with one theme, and they are continuing their DC Rebirth bundles at, okay. like, half off. So we'll touch on a lot of that throughout the episode. Of course, you can add bags and boards to your order, get your book shipped to you weekly, twice monthly, monthly. We've used them for quite a long time. Love them. Discounts, comic book service, dcbservice.com. I should really look into letting them bag and board my books because I think it's been four years since I've bought bags and boards. Wow. I just keep them. Because I've been getting, quote, less, not ten books an issue, but I am getting less than I used to, I just figured, oh, I'll just catch up. Yeah, right, catch up, (laughs) sure. Now I'm getting way far behind on bags and boards. (laughs) All right, uh, just want to make another announcement before we get too far. Like I, I mentioned a few times already. Uh, this September 5th of 2016 uh, is Jamie D's 50th birthday, and I wanted to do sort of a, a nice episode. So we're not always dwelling on you know anniversaries of, of people's passings. So I've, I've encouraged uh, the listeners if they want to uh, send in you know their memories of Jamie, uh, an anecdote if they've met him or whatever, a favorite uh, moment on the show. You can sort of do that. You can call our voicemail line. That number is 267-702. 6642, or if you just want to record uh, uh, an MP3 of your own, you can sort of do that and send it to us uh, at the email, comicgeekspeak at gmail.com. Uh, just, I just want to do something nice. Um, so if you decide to do that, uh, please try to get those in before the end of August of this year, that way I have enough time to compile them, put them all together. But I just wanted to mention that again as we get closer to um, that uh, anniversary. 
Here All right. we come. That here we <laughs> <Yeah>. come. <laughs> uh, before we get into the episode, is there anything else we want to bring up? And we're just going to jump right in and do the previews. No, jump. Plunge right in. Plunge right in. Yeah. All right. Well, now, as I did mention, uh, this is the uh, Halloween uh, issue of previews, and they do have, I think we talked about this before, Chris, um, they have yes. what they call the the comic, the Halloween Comic Fest on That's October correct. 29th. We'll talk a little bit about that, Mr. Everly, since you're a retailer. Sure. Thank you, sir. Uh, as many listeners probably know, Halloween Comic Fest is essentially like a, a free comic book day for the latter part of the year, and uh, many of the companies release an assortment of free comics, uh, and if you if, if a retailer participates, you know you sign up with Diamond and so forth, and then you put these comics out. However, many the retailer wants to order because we do have to pay for them, um, you know, a small amount for each copy, and then people come in and they can grab uh, free books. And I, I don't know what other stores, but we always do a sale, uh, and we're going to be doing another one uh, for this Halloween Comic Fest for sure. And we'll also be having another auction. Uh, so that'll be on, is that October 29th? You said Pants? Uh, October 29th. But that's a Saturday. Yeah, so the, so that's Saturday. We don't have all the details hashed out yet, but we'll be, we will be definitely holding our major fall sale in conjunction with uh, Halloween Comic Fest on that day, Saturday, October 29th. So if you're, a, if you're a fan of the show, of Wild Pig or both, of back issues, of great deals, and you want to get some free books, if you're in the region, please visit us. Visit us. You will not be disappointed. That's so that will be on so far, October that's... 29th. And I'm sorry, Shane. Go ahead. No, no. So far, that's the only thing on my calendar. Nice. So, so I was on it first. If anything else comes up, <laughs> honored, first. honored brother. <laughs> and uh, as as that date draws closer, we'll have more details about exactly what what kind of sale will be running. But it, it's always, I'm sure, as the gentleman in the studio can attest, it's always worth a consumer's time. Oh, Absolutely. Yes, so, and of course, it's WildPigComics.com at fourteen fourteen South Michigan Avenue in Kenilworth, New Jersey. I love Sam. Thanks, Pantalon. Oh, you're very welcome. <laughs> All right, enough Tom Foley. On to uh, the uh, the previous started with Dark Horse. I wanted to just touch on the Halloweeny stuff. Oh, sure. Um, Please. I was looking at page 34 through 37. Uh-huh. And um, the Action Lab, the American Mythology, um, what the heck was that? I wrote it down for a reason. Where the <laughs> heck is it? American Mythology, where are you? There is Three Stooges Halloween comic. Uh-huh. That looked fun. Um, <laughs> the DC books, including uh, a Supergirl one. Uh, I'm sorry, DC Superhero Girls one, mm-hmm. modeled after the cartoon. So that should be fun. And a Scooby Pocalypse uh, Hanna Barbera edition, um, My Little Pony, a Haunted Mansion from Marvel for the the Disney side of the house, uh, Archie Madhouse, and Boom all look kind of fun. So yeah, I look I always look forward to Free Comic Book Day and Halloween Day, <laughs> the comic fest. And my friend, we do our best to accommodate you at Wild Pig. Oh, you will. You always do. So uh, since you talk about Halloween, Shane, when was last we had a Halloween party? Oh, I know. Every year we talk about trying to get a date together. We were supposed to get one out by July. That hasn't happened yet, so Carlene and I are still working on okay. trying to make that happen this year because it's been five years. Has it been that long? Well, we've never had one in the new house. I've been in the new house four years. You've never had one in the new house? Mm-mm. Nope. Oh, man. What, so. if just, what if we just come over dresses ourselves and just ask for stuff? Would that yeah. work? Yeah. Well, it works then. <laughs> used to work all oh, the time. Pants. <laughs> hide, the, hide the china. Hi, pants. <laughs> <laughs> all yeah. right. Pants, I like that sort of, you know, honeymooners type voice you had going on there. Well done. Every now and then I can bring it out, okay? I'm mad about four, four voices. We, we, okay. we should also mention before we plunge in that Murd is not here, so we're going to hold off on announcing our OTRs till we have time to And, and Dan, uh, Dan, of course, is not here as well. Yes, so we can confer with them. All right, anyway, on to Dark Horse. Dark Horse. 
Well, right away, page 44, a new yep. Serenity miniseries. That's right. Boy, the art looks good on that next page, on page 45. Sometimes I'm a little bit iffy on um, TV and movie properties being made into comics, how good or bad the art is, and uh, this one looks pretty good, just from that page. Um, well, I think it's the only Serenity you're going to get, so you might as well... Uh, oh, I agree with that, too. ...plunge in and read it if you're a fan. I, I, it looks like it is taking place after the film, because I don't see... <laughs> People might not have watched that yet. Really? All right. I just watched it myself like two months ago. I had never seen the film. Um, really? Yeah, it was two, three oh, months ago. Oh, my apologies. Ago. I didn't know that. Oh, no. Hey, I'm good. I saw it. I know what happens. <laughs> Damn good movie, wasn't it? Yes. yes. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Didn't expect the ending either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, All right. I'll, I'll say no more then. Okay. Well, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to jump down your throat there, Chris. No, I was right there with you because there, there's something major that happens in there that if people don't know, they shouldn't know. There's several things that major happen in there, actually. Um, well, I think it's fair to say then, then watch the movie before you read that comic then. Certainly. I would agree with that. I, I would yeah. imagine most people probably would have. Yeah. But you yeah. never know. You never know. Uh, page 47. The adult coloring book trend continues. Dark Horse is releasing a Star Trek original series, a Next Generation, and a Buffy the Vampire Slayer one. These are all over the place. We have a, we've got Harry Potter ones at the store. There's one There's later all... that I'm going to mention specifically for Matt. Okay. But that's in the back of the book. Okay. But yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, when, when you, you get a good idea. Oh, heck yeah. There's imitations and serious more flattery. I don't know who started this trend. I don't, I don't either. I saw them last Christmas at Barnes & Noble, just generic, like flowers, bugs, scenes, whatever, and all of a sudden properties went crazy yep, yep, with it. Yep. Even my wife's grandmother, my grandmother-in-law, who's 92, oh my is coloring Oh, that's right. Things. You mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just did a whole other batch. We went and visited her. She gave one to Carlene and has two or three in the works. It's amazing. <laughs> they look fabulous. Um, page 48. Um, this looked interesting. Spell on Wheels. Um Three young witches lose all their magical items, and they have to go search to find them and take them back. Just seemed like a f- more fun version of the uh, Friday the 13th TV show where all the cursed items were out there, and they had to go try and gather them all up. Okay. Just looked like a fun fun book. I don't know what... I don't, I don't recall that show. When was that on? Oh, 90s, I want to say. Hmm. Oh, I totally okay. missed that one. On okay. Fox. Oh, before I get too far astray here, the Serenity issue number one is sixty percent of a DCBS dollar wow. fifty nine, and that's and and that by the way is a mini series too, one of six. That's I think. correct. That's yeah, correct. one of six. A lot of mini series in this previews to take note of. Certainly. I wanted to point out, if I may, jumping ahead to page fifty five, mm-hmm. uh, the series Black Hammer by Jeff Lemire. I read the first issue. As did I. It was, it was outstanding. Wasn't it though? Uh, yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it, Pants. So, if anyone has a real love for so look, look, peeling behind the curtain of like a golden age of heroes, you got to pick this book up because it's very much about those types of heroes and, and sort of what happens to them in, in a more shades of gray type world. It's really the first issue I, I thought was sensational. Yeah, I, I think Murd championed that when it was first announced. He did, he did. Yep, and it was right of him to do so because yeah, I, really I got it. I got his recommendation, and that, that's one hmm, thing I love yep. about these episodes is we'll get to it later. Uh, as recommendations from from other geeks, oh, I mean, sure. I would have my order placed. Quite frankly, I did it the other day, but I, I can always add to it, which is great <laughs> with DCBS. Well, I, if I don't do it right away, I might forget it. So I would have my order placed. I don't know what you're talking about. I never get that <laughs> close. <laughs> um, it's a shame that you did you salvage your July order in time. I did. I, it was like midnight that night or 11:30 <laughs> that night. I'm, I'm <laughs> filling the damn thing out. Yeah, <laughs> time gets away. Yeah. 
Um, page 54, Sam. I wanted to bring up the Muhammad Ali hardcover. Yes. If you're a fan of Muhammad Ali, it, it looks like an interesting read uh, from critically acclaimed French graphic novel, now available for the first time in English. Right. So this, is not a, this is not a cash grab. No, no. This, this has been out there for a while. Yeah, it just looked interesting. Um, I love things like, um, oh, my gosh, what's the one that we, we've read on Book of the Month? Uh, Black Sod, those kind of things. So this looks something similar in format and... You know, I was always interested in Muhammad Ali, especially as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I know my one neighbor is, so I may pick it up, read it, and then loan it to him. And because he was, he used to box through uh, high school and college, so mm-hmm. he might oh, find cool. it interesting too. But it, it just looked neat. I'm jumping ahead to page 61. Uh, if you're a Conan fan, and I'm a Conan fan, not a hard, not a, like a hardcore Conan fan, but I've always appreciated the character. Mm-hmm. They're putting an omnibus form. Uh, the Kurt Busiek Carrie Nord run from Dark Horse. Well, this one, Dark Horse first got the license for Conan. Okay. And uh, these are highly acclaimed uh, interpretations of the Conan saga. So if you're a fan of Conan and these stories, I highly recommend uh, this omnibus. It's 472 pages for $24.99. So I recommend that. What else for Dark Horse, gentlemen? I don't have a whole lot other than to say um, if you're. A fan of art in general, drawing things, people, these art of recore and Dishonored, which I think are video game properties, um, look interesting from a, from an art perspective to see... What page are you talking about? Um, 66 and 62. Just to put it out there, something different to look at in right, art right. for figures and how things are drawn. And it looks like they have turnarounds of different characters. Mm-hmm. Just something interesting. Uh, I want to point out page 73. Again, I salute Dark Horse, continuing to produce deluxe uh, editions of, of classic series. You've got Creepy, Volume 25, uh, from Warren Publishing originally. Next to that, from the legendary EC archives, Crime Suspense Stories, Volume 2. So if you're a fan of, of those genres, of the history of these characters, uh, those are definitely books worth checking out. And on page 75, I've never read Astro Boy, I have to say. Has anybody read Astro Boy? No, I've never read Astro Boy. I have Boy. not, no. Okay. Uh, it's a seminal title from, from Japanese yes, manga. Yeah. I have the theme, sl- theme song on my iPod. <laughs> what he asked. Uh, just throwing it out there. <laughs> okay. Anything else for Dark Horse, gentlemen? I do not have anything, anything else for Dark Horse. Anything for me, Horse. no. Let's go to DC. Okay. On page 79, advertisement for the Baltimore Comic Con. Yes. Are you going, Shane? I'm planning on it. Uh, it's Sunday. If I if everything goes as planned so far, yes, Sunday. Right. Would be I already day. have room with uh, two of the friends. Uh, split. It's all, nice. it's all good down in the harbor. That that, have... that much time I can't dedicate to. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm gonna go down and get some crab. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ashamed to say I've yet to go to the show. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god. You, I know. I know. Of all people, you. That is a fantastic I know it's a- show. I know it's a more as a reputation for being more of a pure comic show. It, it is, sure yeah. is. It always falls one of the most difficult weekends of the year for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, this year the, but, Yankees, uh, the Yankees are also in town oh, this weekend. I remember that from a few years ago. That was a nightmare for parking. Yeah, I but take we'll, the light we'll rail. Could, I thought about that. I considered the light rail. I thought about that. Take the light rail. Trust me. Um, DC, page 80, 81, and 82 are their young yep. animal titles. Mm-hmm. Yep, Cave yep. Carson has a cybernetic eye, uh-huh. Shade the Changing Girl, and Doom Patrol number two. The other two are number ones. Um, I'm interested in them. I'll give them a shot. I, I already ordered Doom Patrol number one from last month. Um, I'm curious to see what they do with these titles, at least for a couple months. 
Yes, and, and actually, um, I already um, pre-ordered them because uh, through DCBS, they have a young animal bundle. Now, that's separate from, like, the rebirth bundles? Yeah, because okay. there are, I think there are, like, four different um, rebirth bundles. Oh, there's, like, 17, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, this is a separate bundle. I'm actually stalling it. Okay, yes, it's actually uh, try all three of them for half-off cover price. Combined. Nice. Yep. Nice. Hands on brain farting. Was Cape Carson a Silver Age character? Yes. Um, okay. First, first appeared in Brave and the Bold 31, I think. Why am I, I actually have with me the latest uh, Overstreet guy, which I always use for reference, so sometimes I'll have to go pull that up. But yeah, he's, uh, he's one of the forgotten heroes. Mm -hmm. um, one of the several characters introduced in those anthology titles, you know, Brave and the Bold and Showcase, who never had his own title. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, never had his own title. Um, showed up every now and then, like I said, with the Forgotten Heroes. Um, but uh, interesting how we'll see what kind of the... Um, now, who do we have the creative team here? Of course, Gerard Way uh, and uh, John Rivera writing it. And art and cover by Michael Avon Oming. Excellent. Yeah, that interests me a lot on that book. Yeah, I was, I, I, I'm, I, I, I was I right. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I, I'm so uh, yeah. Brave and Bold 31. First Cave Carson. Excellent. Scarce and high grade. Ooh. <laughs> do you have it? No, I don't have it. I don't, no. I don't think I do have it. Really? I wasn't sure how far back you went. With oh, the I have to Bulls. check my list, but I don't <laughs> think I have it. I think I've got issue 32 though. Someone keep going. I'm sorry. Go I, ahead, Chris. No, <laughs> I just say I think it's great that DC is going to give a a character who hasn't had much of a a chance to. to to shine in terms of his own appearances to get his own title. So yeah, and these look like ongoings, right? Yeah, uh, I, I, I believe see. so. Yeah, yeah. Shade, shade the changing girl, and of course, yeah. issue two of a Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol, because you have issue one from last month, whereas I believe you did as an off the rack pick. Page eighty three has. Oh Batman. my god! I don't have issue thirty one. I I was right. <laughs> now you gotta get it. I got thirty two and thirty three. Okay. Uh, page eighty three <laughs> has Batman Beyond number one, written by Dan Jurgens, art by Bernard Chang. Uh, with Terry McGinnis back as Batman. I haven't finished the previous Batman Beyond title. I know who's in the suit from the beginning of that. I just have to catch up and finish reading that one. But uh, I always love seeing Batman Beyond. Uh, such a great cartoon and very pleased when DC put them in, put him into the DC Universe proper mm -hmm. as character. Yeah. And as I mentioned, there actually are five DC oh Rebirth bundles, four of the regular titles and one of just the variants through DCBS. Yeah, this is, I believe, the one, two, three, four, fifth month? Something, Something like, like that. that. They've done that. I actually stopped after, I think, three. I'm going on so far with it for now. <coughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I can't keep it up forever because at some point, all these issues, especially the double issue ones, are going to kill me. But... I'll give it a little well, bit Well, yeah, more. I just got my July DCBS shipment the other day. I had almost 60 comics in there. I was yeah. like, oh, <laughs> yeah. damn. Even not just you know, DC, but other things. Like, that was, that's a huge order for me. It sure is. Me too. Um, Teen Titans number one comes out on page 84, um, written by Benjamin Percy, art and cover by John Boy Myers. Cover looks nice. And let's see, Batman Beyond. I want to point out uh, how good the new Aquaman series is. I just read issues one through four by Dan Abnett, who's the writer of that, and uh, it's been outstanding. Yeah, uh, he's I really. The, the, I'm sorry, Shane. Go ahead. I have the rebirth in the first two issues done. Yeah, he's he's really addressing that 
classic tension between the surface world and Atlantis mm-hmm. and how Aquaman's trying to bridge that gap in a different way. I, I think it's been an outstanding book so far. So I'm enjoying that thoroughly. I'm really – I have a lot of these rebirth issues, but I'm so behind them. I haven't been able to read a lot of them yet. I have read so. – and, and I'll talk about it on the next episode. We do a little bit more in-depthly. Um, I read every issue of the first month's release. And now I got my next shipment. So the only one out of that one I have read is Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. That was the first one I grabbed and read that. Oh, Batgirl and the Birds of Prey. Batgirl and the Birds of Prey. Rebirth number one. I think I read um, – <laughs> I might have read the next Batman issue too okay. as well, which I think is issue two. But yeah, the, that Batgirl and the Birds of Prey, man, that was the first one I grabbed out of there. <laughs> um, let's see. Nightwing Detective. I was trying to figure out the other months, and I have to look this up. We were just talking about this being like the fourth or fifth month or something that Rebirth is happening. And here's Nightwing already at seven, but I don't remember being double shipped in previous Yeah, I just, I, well, I just got my July box in. It had uh, Rebirth 1 and issue number one in okay, there. Okay, so maybe it would be for and a little while. And it does say here, right there, black and white chain, now twice shipping. shipping twice monthly. But yet only issue you seven. Do the math. Only issue seven's in there. <laughs> I, what did I just say? I know. There was Rebirth number one and issue number one. I know how much Shaney Poo enjoys uh, double shipping. But. <laughs> oh, I know. It can, I mean, at least for now, I am enjoying that, you know, the, all the double shipped books I've read really aren't that bad, really pretty good, and I'm enjoying them. I just can't. No, I, I know I can't keep it up for long, so I will have to pick my favorites and go from there. Um, page 97, I thought, was a great cover. The Flash, number eight and nine, and one yeah. of the covers is Kid Flash of Two Worlds, which yeah. is great. Oh, wow. This should be fun. That is a great cover. I'm jumping ahead um, to page 115. There's a, a great Bronze Age throwback here. Dead Man, The Dark Mansion of Forbidden Love, number one. Now, The Dark Mansion of Forbidden Love was one of DC's gothic romance titles uh, in the Bronze Age. And now they're incorporating Dead Men into it. Wow. Uh, that could be very interesting. Yeah, I had that on my list. It's uh, one of yeah. three, so it is a miniseries. Mm-hmm. Um, on the- Half off, first issue. Which is a no-brainer to me. To, to read Dead Man again, even incorporated in this, should be a lot of fun. Um, on the previous page is the second volume of DC Superhero Girls Hits and Myths Trade Paperback. So if you got the first volume, you know, check this one out. I, I got the first volume for my nieces, and I'll, I'll probably order this one for them too. And then the next page, 116, Hawkman and Adam Strange, Out of Time, number one. I was trying to think uh, if we've seen... Adam Strange since Flashpoint. Again, I, I did drop off with DC after about the first hmm. year or two of um, post-Flashpoint, so I, I, I don't know if he has appeared or not. I don't recall seeing him in the books I was reading. Okay, well, the first issue was half off, only $1.99, this uh, six-issue miniseries. Next page is Midnighter and Apollo, which is another miniseries. On the following page, they're bringing back a new incarnation of the Vigilante character. Um, so they keep they – keep, that's, the, I think, the second or third time they've resurrected that character. Yeah. Um, and then the following page, in page 119, we have a 70th, 75th anniversary special for Wonder Woman. Yeah, I, I'm going to pick that one up. I am too. I, uh, have we had individual issues of like Batman and Superman during their anniversaries for that? Because I don't remember I, that. I don't recall that. that. There were hardcover collections. That there were, and that. I think there's yeah. one of those for Wonder Woman too. I was – Curious about a special for Wonder Woman when the others had none, which which is great. You know, I'll, I'll pick it up. It looks interesting. Mm-hmm. 
Dark on Knight page Mas- one, I'm sorry, go ahead, sir. Well, on 120, Dark Knight Master Race finally comes to issue seven. Mm-hmm. And the trade is solicited in the back of the DC section as well. Oh, okay. I've only read issue one. I, I got to catch up on that. Same here. I, I don't. I don't have. I don't have a really have formed an opinion of it because I only read the first issue. So I'm right there with you. Oh, shame. Page one twenty two. He Man and Thundercats number one. Yeah. Um, written by Rob David and Lloyd Goldfine, with art and covers by Freddie E. Williams the mm-hmm. second. I'm extremely interested to read that. I, I I'm not the biggest He Man fan, but I loved Thundercats. Oh yeah, yeah. I was I was a huge Thundercats fan. Never had any of the toys, but but the cartoon man, I was hooked. Well, I know Murd was a bi- is a big He Man fan. He's a huge He Man oh, yeah. fan. And first, first, first issue was half off. Now, have any of you heard anything about titles like Earth Two Society? Because they're still going, and I expected them to end by now and uh, start I, over. I, later. I have not. Okay. I have not. I thought maybe I was uh, in a information vacuum where I missed something. <laughs> Look at that cover to Future Quest number six on page one twenty-seven. Oh, isn't that neat? Oh, fantastic! <laughs> I, I just that's that's the way to do Hanna Barbera books, man. Yeah, I, I, Shaner I, has the perfect sensibility that artist for that kind of those types of characters. Yeah, I should give the other ones a try. I just can't bring myself to. Shane, page one twenty-nine. Scooby Doo team up. I know with Zatanna. Zatanna, that's great. <laughs> that's such a fun book. You still getting it? Oh yeah. Heck yeah, man. The kids have, have died away from, from reading it right away. They may ask for an issue here or there, um, but, but I haven't. That's, that's a lot of fun. And I'm actually somewhat interested in the Looney Tunes above it because there's Foghorn Leghorn with Marvin the Martian's <laughs> helmet and ray gun. I love Marvin the Martian. Foghorn Leghorn. Jumping ahead to page 133 in Trays, um, right giving Adam Strange the Silver Age Volume 1 a treatment. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I ordered that already. Uh, again, it's half off. Uh, I can't recall. There may have been uh, an archives collection of Adam Strange, but I, I don't have it. Um, so yeah, this, this just caught my eye. You know, I love how they, they did Suicide Squad recently. The, mm-hmm. the uh, Silver Age Suicide Squad, a collection which I haven't. So I could order this. Absolutely. And I love this cover treatment. This logo. The cover's beautiful. It's it's, it's beautiful. a yeah, fantastic. Michael, Michael yeah, absolutely love that. Um, just on the previous page, I wanted to bring this to your attention and ask your opinion about it because I know Me? they're doing – Oh, both of you. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I know they're doing something similar with Watchmen down the road. At least I think that came out of San Diego. On 131 at the top, DC Universe Rebirth 1 Deluxe Edition hardcover. It's just that one issue in a hardcover with some extra stuff and information and drawings and stuff. And that, that's great. But I think I heard where they're releasing a collection, a slipcase of Watchmen – where each issue is individually collected as a hardcover that book. Is, that is correct. I'm not so sure I'm keen on... Now, Now the Watchmen one might be different because, again, it's one collection, so that'd be kind of cool. But I'm not too keen on one issue being a whole hardcover collection. Well, then don't buy it. Well, come on, Shane. They're going to milk it any way they possibly can. <laughs> but so, I, I just... You know. Something that would interest you guys, like if it was something... What, Watchmen, we all have copies of Beyond Belief, but it was something new that they collected, like that individualized. Would you consider something like that? I bought the one that came out for two ninety nine. I got it for seventy four cents. That's all I needed. I'm fine. Okay. I'm curious. <laughs> about, well, the, the bonus goods I'm curious about, but I'm not yeah, going to yeah. spend the extra money. Seventeen, for that. eighteen dollars. No, no. Even though yeah, it's half off, even though it's half off, only eight ninety nine. But like, if they collected Hush or something like that, I don't know that. I care to have each issue individualized like that. Interesting trend if that starts to become well, more prevalent. Just, you don't have to buy it then. Oh, I know. Just <laughs> curious. We're all guilty of buying things multiple times. Now, 
Given, Some of us more than others. Given to Mateus Justice League. Uh-huh. Sadly, I'd probably go, oh, that might be fun, in a stupid-ass <laughs> kind of way. But, yeah, I would do it. Maybe. Shan, I understand. Believe me. Uh, page 130 with Superman the Golden Age Volume 2, considering that series, again, of these types of, you know, beautifully produced uh, reprint collections. Again, that they seem to have replaced their old Chronicle series, which I miss because those were very affordable. Yeah. Um, but this is pretty good too. Four hundred pages for uh, nineteen ninety nine. So next I, page: Batman, the Brave and the Bold, the Bronze Age omnibus hardcover. I hope that they give that the trade paperback treatment thing because I really want that one in trade. I don't want an omnibus of that, but I really want those Brave and the Bolds in trades. I got to point out on that same page one thirty nine at the bottom one thirty nine. Sugar and Spike Metahuman yes. Investigations trade paperback. I love this. This yeah. is one of the four things out of Legends of Tomorrow. The yep. the eighty pages with you know. Fa- um, Firestorm. Firestorm, Metal Men, and Metamorpho. Mm-hmm. Sugar and Spike, grown-up investigators, never would have caught my eye before, but actually reading it, Keith Giffen is doing a bang-up job writing. There's all kinds of like little obscure DC tidbits he's throwing back at you. Nice. The art by Bilquis Everly, she's out of Brazil, is tremendous. It's so crisp, so clean. It's tr- absolutely wonderful. I love this. I just read issue five. Just came out. Issue six is going to come out in a couple of weeks. Again, the trade. Tempted. I'm not going to do it, but I'm tempted by the trade. Just to have it all together <laughs> there. But this is just an awesome, awesome series. Well, and right above I'm gonna get, that. I'm, gonna get the, I'm sorry, Shane. Go no, ahead. go ahead. Go, Chris. Uh, so I'm going to get the trade because I only read issue one. And we haven't been getting that, that individual comics from my shop, so I'm definitely looking forward to reading those. Oh, it's wonderful. Entire. It well, really I, is. I wonder if they're going to give every story group that treatment. If this goes well. Well, I, I don't know. They've only seen this one so far. I haven't yeah. seen the other three. And that's the one I would not have expected to see like this right away. I would have expected Firestorm. For me, Metal it's Man. the breakout of the four of them. It wow. really is. Yeah, it, it may have received so much critical acclaim that DC decided to go right to sure. straight paperback. Um, right Above at- that, they're reissuing the Space Ghost miniseries. Yeah, and if you're into, um, um, oh my gosh, what was it? The, the Future Quest, and you want a little bit more info on Space Ghost, check that out. That was a good read. Previous page, 137, just putting it out there, the Multiversity trade paperback, mm-hmm. if you want everything in one collection. Now, I have to go to page 141. I'm, yeah. I'm, I really wish Danielle were here now because she would be groaning because of my passion for the Lost Boys. Oh. time I stroll <laughs> time over the years. Yeah, I'm right there but with so, you. Written by Tim Silly, which is a great, great choice. Yeah. They're doing a, a comic book sequel with the original characters. Uh so I and it's in a good old Santa Carla with its <laughs> you know always riotous boardwalk. So I'm uh, very much looking forward to reading this. I think Tim Silly's a great choice for that. Half off issue number one. Have you ever seen the sequel movie that they did? I haven't been able to bring myself to watch Me it. Me either. Even though Corey <laughs> Feldman was behind it and was trying to get Corey Heyman before he passed away, um, I just I haven't I have not watched it yet. All right, what else? Uh, should we go into Vertigo? Um, let's see. Somewhere in there, page 134, had interesting Dark Horse Justice League trade paperback featuring characters that were crossed over with Dark Horse in miniseries. I yeah. think that Dark Horse mostly pr- uh, produced. Oh, yeah. And at the very bottom, a Green Arrow adult coloring book. <sighs> just, <laughs> hey, just putting it out there. That's interesting, Hey, man. again. Make some money. God Heck bless yeah, them. man. God bless and, America. And <laughs> if it gets like, if it gets everyone interested in coloring, as in colorist type stuff, why not? I mean, you're you're getting pages of mostly produced art in some way that you sure. can color yourself and see how it is. I mean, 
I can't see a bad side to this. If yeah, I mean, I, I love looking at line art. You know, yeah. before it gets colored and you know black yep. and white. This is this is great. It's a neat neat concept. I have no talent for coloring, so I won't be buying it. But God bless him. I want to point out on page one forty six. We're in the Vertigo section here. Two important trades. Uh, Northlanders Book Two. Uh, this is Brian Wood's Viking Saga. This is an outstanding series. This is the epic conclusion to it, which which chronicles an entire family as they try to uh, maintain their, their hegemony over the, their particular sort of fiefdom. Magnificent. Um, and then below that, Sam and the Overture, Neil Gaiman's Return of the Characters, now being printed in a trade paperback. I tried to stay with that book, but the issues came out so infrequently that I just wasn't able to stay up, keep up with it. So I'm looking forward to reading that now in its entirety in a trade. So. On the next page, 147, the unwritten deluxe edition, book one hardcover, if you're like that comic and never got trades of it and you want some hard that was work. a great book and I, I didn't it finish it so I may have, yeah, may I have know, to pick I, those I got up. the first trade never finished I got the first four I read the first two and uh, I hadn't gotten past those page 151 has DC TV figures of Hawkgirl Firestorm and Zoom and on the next page has yet another seven-figure collection of the new JLA. <laughs> and I love the selling point here. Seven action figures, just $100. Uh-huh. What kind of selling point is that? <laughs> Why am I yelling also? Someone tell me, please. Because <laughs> that's expensive. And it's expensive as shit. I mean, we, we, sorry, <laughs> we remember when they were sorry, like... Sorry, I'm going to put... Exp- oh, jeez. Just do it over and cut that part out. No, I, I won't know. That's fine. I'll have to... Pants war. Pants, I think it's appropriate. You're just... You're just well, I work, I work, at, a, I work at a toy store, and I, I see the prices going up, oh, yeah. and it just, I just got yeah. out of it. I had, to, I had to get out of it. It was you crazy. You and me both. You and me both. I, I do like the scale guide aside of it. That's that kind is, of interesting. That is nice. Yeah, That's yeah. nice. Um, the statue, just $100. Just $100. The, um, <laughs> the black and white Batman statue next to it is kind of nice, too. But, yeah, $100 for seven figures. Well, I guess in today's standards, isn't all that bad. However... <laughs> It's still hundred dollars. It, but it just goes to show how out of balance most of the stuff is now for most consumers. Who oh, the yeah. hell can spend a hundred bucks on action figures? Yeah, right. most people can't. Right, that's right. right. So, you know. All right, um, IDW, IDW page right. one fifty-seven through one sixty. Revolution for all their titles. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to get them because <laughs> trying to read up. I love the little Matt Tracker um, variant cover at the bottom of one fifty-six. Looks like an action figure with, um, oh gosh, I forget what the prop- the other property was that I'm thinking of. But yeah, neat cover. No I want to in- point out on page 163, Star Trek Boldly Go number one. Yeah, that looks interesting. Again, beautiful artwork. Uh, again, we're, we're in the 50th anniversary of the franchise, and IDW's done a couple different uh, books in tribute to that, and this is the latest. And, uh, last month we talked about a new anthology they're going to be doing. So this looks a lot of fun. Uh, art looks outstanding. And half off issue number one. Page 164. Um, Back to the Future number 13. I wanted to point out the Chris Iliopoulos variant subcover. <laughs> Subscription cover, yeah. <laughs> anybody read any of that? Because Bob Gale, the writer of the original movie, is the scripter of the comic. Has anybody read the, read the book at all? I've read the first couple issues. They're fun. The art bothers me a little bit because mm-hmm. it's a little bit wonky, but uh, it, it's a fun story. Um, I'm surprised that they've gone to 13 issues. Not to say that it's a bad book. I'm just surprised it's got some longevity now that 
they're continuing with it and they have a mini series or two out there all surrounding Back to the Future. I should point out on page 169, Murd is a fan of the Dirk Gently character. As am I. Yes, that's right. Thank you, sir. And he has a new miniseries coming out. Is that a thinly veiled... I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, sir. No, no, go ahead, please. Is that a thinly veiled Doctor Who? In in the way it's drawn here, yeah, he kind of looks like it. I mean, he is kind of futuristic that way. I never... When I read... um, I read the the first novel. I never read the second one. And I never got a a true Doctor Who vibe off of him. Um, I'm just uh, not very familiar with the character. It sure looks like David Tennant the way it's drawn here. Maybe, maybe why they did it. To yeah, sell. oh, absolutely. Hey, you can sell a book, be. absolutely. You know? Yeah. On page uh, 174, Alex Toth's Bravo for Adventure Artist Edition hardcover. Of every comic story Alex Toth ever drew, the only one that he kept the complete original art for was Bravo for Adventure. Wow. This artist edition is a virtual how-to course in drawing comics the Toth way. Wow. Hmm. That's interesting. Wow. I didn't realize that. I didn't read the blurb that close. Wow. That's 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 an ex- if you're a Toth fan, you, this and the probably almost certainly should pick up. It's coming out in December, so that's neat. On hey. page one seventy eight, they were releasing in soft cover um, Richard Stark's Parker the Alpha. Darwin Cook before his passing did a series of these magnificent graphic novels, beautifully designed. Um, the uh, Parker character uh, Richard Stark or Donald Westlake's uh, crime noir series. I can't recommend these enough. I agree. Absolutely. They're fantastic. I got them all when they came out in hardcover. Me too. They're all amazingly noirish and just absolutely gorgeous to look at and just riveting. Now, I did get the one prose novel, but I have not read that version of it yet. But I I got that in hardcover too when it came out. Um, if Daniel were here, she'd be raving about the design on these books. Oh, so they're, they're gorgeous. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. How, they, how, how they're so – I'm sorry, Pants. Go ahead. Um, the, the tone with the, the colors. The, the color wash. Yeah, yeah, the color wash. Like pretty much one throughout each, each book. Well, they're very evocative of – the way they're designed, they're very evocative of the time period the stories are taking place oh, yeah. in the early 1960s. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, in this beautiful. one, this trade, I like um, in the bottom right-hand corner, expanded edition featuring the man with the getaway face. So if you didn't get the hardcovers, man, this would be a great chance to, to get that story and a little bonus. When you read this, you just again, it just hits home what, what a lo- tragic loss it is that Darwin Cook is no longer with us and with the medium because he's yeah. really one of the great living masters of the medium in my opinion. Absolutely. This is funky on page 189, Super Weird Heroes. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> a 500-page omnibus of public domain characters including ones such as – the hand, yes, he's a giant hand. The eye, you got it, he's a huge eye. The bounce of the superhero in a skirt's powers bouncing. So, yeah. when I was at a Comic Con, um, I was uh, squatting in the, in the panel room to get to the um, panel that was after it, which was going to be about um, Christopher Priest. And so, I, and the panel before it was about uh, some IW books, including this one. And I, I saw Craig Yeo's presentation of it. Oh, my God. Just some wacky, wacky stuff, exactly. Um, it just reminds you that there was a lot more being produced in the Golden Age than just the, oh, you know, yeah. the main characters we're familiar with today. Sure. Yeah. So. Page 181 has uh, an interesting Halloween special, Giant Halloween Hex Number 1, feature, featuring Magicka Dispel from uh, good old Uncle Scrooge comics and um, uh, DuckTales. And 183 has Duck Avenger Number 1 as Donald Duck dons a superhero persona. A returning uh, superhero persona in the Duck Avenger. 
Want to have an image, gentlemen? Yes, add into image next. There's a lot of number ones here. Wow, sure there always is every month from Image Comics. Yeah, but- yeah. I'm excited by Moonshine Number One, which takes place during the Prohibition era by Brian Azzarello, art by Eduardo uh, Riso. Um, looks like there might be a, wo- a werewolf element to all of this, but uh, I always love a good organized crime story, especially in this era. Yeah. So. Yeah, that interests me as well as Reborn on the next page um, by Mark Miller and Greg Capullo. Reborn Number One, a-, a sci-fi kind of edgy book um, where. You die, and you go someplace specific, and it looks like a lot of shit happens. <laughs> it just looks great. The art. Oh, looks I love. The, I, I love the copy here. Shane it says, "Not heaven or hell, somewhere else, somewhere you have to fight to survive. Somewhere the people from the past are waiting for you, the good and the bad." Yeah, it looks like fun. And the next page is Cannibal Number One, where the world has been apparently racked by a pandemic that transforms people into cannibals. And all the, the moral and physical uh, complications that come out of that. Man, they're pumping out a lot of new stuff here. Yeah. Green Valley, number one, on page uh, 200, written by Max Landis, art by Giuseppe Comancoli. The Knights of Colodia are the finest in the land, but they've never faced a power like the one that resides in the Green Valley. Oh, yeah. Um, I was actually at another panel squatting for another panel afterwards, and uh, <laughs> well, I was getting ready for the DC, a DC Rebirth panel, and mm-hmm. they had a Skybound panel with Robert Kirkman was on it, and towards the end, Max Landis came in and talked about this book and was just so passionate about it, and it's like, it really sounded kind of interesting. Um, I, I, I can't do him justice, because he, he was very animated about it. He actually was really animated about it, so, but I'm going to have to give this a look here. Well, the art looks gorgeous. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it sure does. On page 201. So, and then Romulus number one on page 202, story by Brian Hill, art by Nelson Blake II. Uh, our world is in free. All of us for generations have lived in the secret control of the ancient order of Romulus until one young woman raised by them, trained by them, betrayed by them, was pushed through her fear to take a stand against the silent evil that masters our world. <sighs> Shane, it's a question of time and a question of funds. Oh, you're not kidding. what we're going to read and what we're not going to read. You're so. not kidding. It, it, what I love about Image, I've said this before, is they give you so many choices because they, they, they're not afraid to go into any genre, essentially. No, no, not in term, at all. In terms of, in terms of you know, content. And uh, that's why I think they're one of the top publishers out there right now. Page 211 has 259, second to last issue. Which is known as the penultimate issue. Right. I, really, <laughs> I love that through. word. You do love that word. Oh, it's boy. a great word. <laughs> you're going to go into work one day no matter where you're working on your second to last day of retirement and this is my penultimate day <laughs> arms akimbo yeah 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 <laughs> big vibrato <laughs> 217 has, i'm sorry go ahead sure go ahead, um, go ahead i hate fairyland issue 10 by scotty young i love his art on page 234 has anybody ever read alex and ada no. no. It's a futuristic uh, story where a young man uh, is given as a present by I forgot, his grandmother or his mother, I forgot which, uh, an, an android, a female android, and decides to make the, give the android uh, complete sentience and self-awareness. And what happens – I read the first few issues. It was wonderful, but I didn't stay with it. This is a collection of issues 1 through 15. Hmm. Uh, this, this is uh, Jonathan Luna and Sarah Vaughan, art by Jonathan Luna. Okay. So – uh, From what, what I read so far, it's something I, I would recommend. How are we on image? Anything else? What do we, we got here? Uh, 
Page 238, Genius. This is by James Robinson, The Saviors? I'm not familiar with this. No, neither am I. What's I am that? Not. Let's see. Uh, when to- Tomas Ramirez stumbles upon an extraterrestrial conspiracy to take over the world, his life is forever altered. Now he's banding together those other few souls. We share the knowledge that we are under attack as they attempt to defeat a shadowy alien cabal that's both indestructible and eager to kill everyone who threatens it. It was a miniseries by Robinson. I totally missed this. Hmm. I did too. Well, well I'll have to get the trade rectify that. <laughs> Indeed, brother. Anything else uh, for, for Image, my Jeff, my friends? No, Not I don't have me. anything else in Image. All right. Marvel has a lot of stuff to look at this month. Yeah, they sure do. Um, we, we've talked about other months. It's just been you know a lot of continuation of Civil War-related events and so forth. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of number ones in here. Or you know major jumping-on points oh, and so forth. Oh, crap. I didn't know... Champions was written by Mark Wade. God, oh, damn you it. didn't see that? <laughs> Pants is going to update his show. Buy it now, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, shucks. <laughs> Gosh darn. Oh, Ratatouille. Yeah, Page two and three. Champions number one. Yeah, I know, but it's and and I ninety nine. I like crap on a cracker. Humberto Ramos. Is that how you would say that? Humberto Ramos. Humberto Ramos. Well, I mean, it 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 is half off. Cover price. Why are they calling it? I must have missed something. I almost shouted there. Why am I? Why am I missing? About a lot of the Marvel books have now. I don't know. Like, like, like now, champions. Like now, Jessica Jones. I know. Did I miss something again with another now new thing? Uh, this what is, is the first. Now is this is now? the first month because up in the top right hand corner is number one now. So this is the first month for this new, new, new Marvel now shattered now <sighs> okay, whatever. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't mean to mock. I, I just no, wasn't wasn't aware of it. it, uh, it it's this kind of stuff, and and, and I'm going to pick up the champions number one, and I might get sucked into the the dead no more the clone conspiracy because I loved the clone saga. But this is where I started to jump off of a lot of Marvel books when they kept continually Marvel now, 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 now. When all will now be soon? Now. All new, all different. Yeah, like it, 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 it's too confusing to me. It, it is to me. That's just me. Yeah, I, I, I'm a little bit bitter, uh, bitter about it because there's so many Marvel now, now, now. Point one. Point. Okay. <sighs> well, I, I've pretty much focused my Marvel buying on I think like Silver Surfer, Thor. Oh gosh. Um, Doctor Black- Strange is one that I have been I, I sort of let that slip by, but only only a handful of Marvel because I just got so confused. Yeah. Well, I would say that I, if I were you, I'd follow the pants model, which is if you're following certain writers and, and certain characters that are being addressed in a way that you find innovative, exciting. Marvel has great titles like Silver Surfer, like Doctor Strange, and above and all, the Vision. Oh, the Vision! Yes. Oh, the Vision! I recommend to anybody uh, to read. And uh, I mean, champions are definitely going to try out because it's Mark Wade, and um, you know, if, if people aren't familiar, the original champions constant, and they have a reprint of someone on the next page, page five. They put together like a really bizarre but fun cast in the seventies: uh, Ghost Rider, Angel, Iceman, Hercules, and Black Widow. Um, and it had a, a, a glorious but brief run in the Bronze Age, and they're taking the name with a new cast of characters. The young Cyclops, uh, Miss Marvel, Nova, the young Nova. Uh, The Vision's daughter from the Vision series. We have to see what ends up happening there. Holy crap! I didn't even see that! Where was that? Yep. She's right there front and center, jumping to Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Miles Morales and whoever the totally awesome Hulk is. So. Yeah, I think that's. Is that that Amadeus Cho? I'm not sure. Looks like a lot of fun. 
Oh, boy. Well, maybe I won't. Well, my version place, I can always say, all right, I'll just skip it. <laughs> um, and Shane, you said you mentioned, like, the Clone Saga, so they're really pushing that, the Clone Conspiracy, the Jackal's coming back. Yeah, they really are. And and I, I'm debating about getting sucked back into that because I, I really did like that story. You like the original Bronze Age or, or the train wreck in the 90s? The train wreck in the 90s, um, up to a okay. point. And then I liked um, when they released how it should have gone as a self-contained volume. That was a lot of fun to read too. Right. Yeah, the, the, okay. the train wreck of the 90s was I thought was really good up to a point, and then it crashed. But I, I still enjoyed it up to that point, and I loved Ben Riley as a character. Well, what's encouraging here is that it's all being helmed by Dan Slott. Yeah, yep. You know, he's still writing Amazing Spider-Man, and then he's writing also the, the miniseries The Clone Conspiracy. And uh, Jim Chung artwork, so that that's probably going to be worth checking out. Yeah, it's worth a look. Did you notice in this issue of the Marvel previews, for the first time that I can remember, almost every page has a page number, <laughs> at least one side of it, so that you can at least uh, figure oh, yeah. it out? Look at that. I was, I was flabbergasted as I was looking through it this time. I, 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 no kidding, I got excited because that was just cool. I could write down page numbers in my list as it, I was going It through. looks like all of the odd-numbered pages are numbered. Yeah, the even ones are not. Perfectly fine. I'll take half over what it used to be. <laughs> it's improvement. So page 12, the Prowler's getting his own book. Yep. Uh, this is interesting on page 16. If you're reading uh, Invincible Iron Man by, by Bendis and Diodata, which I'm enjoying thoroughly, uh, in that that series, Victor Von Doom in the wake of Secret Wars is, as far as we can tell, he trying to – I don't know if a tone is the right word, but he's trying to take a different approach to applying his genius in the world, and he's no longer wearing his armor. He's not in the Latveria. He's trying to, quote, help Tony, whatever that might mean. But it looks like here that he's going to take over the helm of Iron Man. So that should be interesting. <laughs> it, to say the least, because I don't trust it, but yeah, interesting. And then in the – this is infamous Iron Man. Later in the Invincible Iron Man, doesn't a woman come and take care of being that, Iron and Man that's, as well? That's being explored right now in the Invincible Iron Man okay. series that's currently running. So – that's another book from Marvel I'm really enjoying right now. And another book I'm enjoying is Black Panther. I think Todd Nisi Coates is doing a wonderful job addressing the Panther's realm in a way we've never seen before, which is that he's actually possibly losing control of his entire kingdom okay. to internal forces, not from outside forces. Hmm. So that I highly recommend. Page 20 and 21 have the Great Lakes Avengers. <laughs> Murd's going to be all over that one. Oh, yes. Can I remember the solo character from the 90s? I do not. I was going to ask you yeah. guys about that because I do not remember that character. <laughs> no, I don't know anything about that. Don't ask me. <laughs> he was a vigilante who waged war against terrorists, if I remember correctly. Okay. Um, I'm surprised they're bringing him back. He was such a 90s concept, and I don't mean that particularly in a good way, but uh, there he is. So, Interesting. Then on um, 26 and 27 is Doctor Strange and the Sorcerer's Supreme, number one, written by Robbie Thomas with Javier Rodriguez doing the art. Nothing wrong with cashing in on Doctor Strange as the movie's close to coming out. If it's done well. Mm -hmm. I, I have a lot of, I'm, I'm very excited for that film. I, I have high expectations. I, am t I agree with that wholeheartedly. Uh, once again, I want to point out on page... 34, and you're right, Shane, so much over the page. They have a number now. Yeah, it's great. On page 34 and 35, 
I, again, Jason Aaron, I think was he well, well deserved that Eisner for best writer because his work on Doctor Strange, I, I just working with Chris Pachalo has been so awesome. Oh, it's fabulous. And, and I mean, the synthesis of, of writing and arts to me, this is just classic Doctor Strange. Grant's got it's got a bit of a modern feel to it, of course, but it's still very much rooted in that character and his world, and. Uh, it's one of the Marvel's top series right now, in my opinion. But so. unlike some of the other Marvel books that have a modern feel, too, this one is just outstanding in its trippiness of Doctor Strange's world that he lives in and works in with still being in the modern era. It, it's well, a yeah, great that's blend. a good point, Shane, because there's a great synthesis of – you always have to have trippiness in Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. But then Aaron throws in these eye-popping – um, I actually I meant that sort of a pun like if you've read the stories mm-hmm. um, take on that trippiness I mean like when they talk about what how strange has to eat for example yeah. to sustain himself <laughs> yeah uh, what's what's in the basement of, of of the sanctum sanctorum I mean he's taking the classic concepts but he's, he's he's taking them in new and in some ways very disturbing directions oh, yes. it makes for a great a great great reading though I'm gonna jump into a book that we're again we're gonna discuss our OTRs later on when we have Murdered and Danielle uh, with us. But Jessica Jones, number one, yep. by the original Alias team. Yep. Yeah, I have that, I have that ordered. I'm, I got that ordered. I'm very interested in that as well. I'm all over that because I think Alias is one of Bendis' greatest moments as a writer in comics. That That's that complete series. I can't wait to see what they do with the second volume here. So that's very exciting. I'm up on page 70, so I'll hold off if somebody has something in between. I was going to mention on page 46, the cage number one uh, from the Wardering creator of Dexter's Laboratory, Samurai Jack, and Hotel Transylvania. Looks like a fun all-ages book. Luke Cage kicking butt. And uh, September 30th, uh, Chris. I saw a new trailer. I have to go I watch it. I saw the trailer. I'm yeah. very excited. Netflix. I just very realized excited. the other day as I'm trying to work my way through Stranger Things, I have one more episode of that to go, and I cannot get an hour to watch it. But as I'm going through it, I realize I never finished Daredevil. I have to go back and figure that out. Too. Oh, oh, shame. I know, I know. <laughs> I kept getting sucked into all these other things on Netflix and Amazon Prime, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, crap, I never finished Daredevil. How is Stranger Things? I've heard good Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah? I absolutely. I, I don't like horror i don't like slasher horror nor do i this is good old-fashioned stephen king trippy kind of horror this is like when i got to watch it and pet cemetery and the shining and 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 (laughs) but it it's god it's it's all 80s it's it's 1983 all the details of everything around the commercials, the music, the toys, the clothes, the the house decorations, everything is so the detailed. Dragons. Oh my god! <laughs> it it looks like I, I don't know. This is totally sidetracked, but it looks like something that was made in '83 that was yeah. lost that nobody ever wow. saw. That was I think intentional oh my god. on their part. It, it's, yeah, it's it's really beautiful. Yes, it is. The the whole opening sequence looks like an old film. It's got a little bit of flicker in the top corner. It's got. What looks like Stephen King logo coming out? It's it's got creepy music. Winona Ryder is oh, fabulous. God, absolutely, in this. holy! Sh- I oh. swore again. Holy darn, she's great. She's great. <laughs> um, the cast of characters, all the, the kids, kids, brilliant. Oh my but god! Yeah, and and I kind of thought after the first episode or two, maybe Ben could watch it and, uh-huh. and appreciate it. As the wow. series has gone on, I'm well. not so sure. I don't think. 
He's what, 15? Yeah, and, and, and he's, he's not... He's 15! Yeah. yeah but well, 15, he's almost 15. He's almost 15. Jeez. He's not the biggest scary kind of kid. Yeah. He would get into the to the uh, uh, 80s stuff in there that I would laugh at, but it's a little bit too creepy, I think, for him at this point because he's not into that stuff at all. I'm not saying another 15-year-old couldn't watch it, but I know mine can't. He would get to... Wow, I really got to see the show now. He would get through it. a couple of the episodes and he'd be like, nope, I'm done, I'm yeah, out. I kept seeing it on all my Facebook feeds. Oh. Okay, I, I'm going to take a couple days and I just watch it in like three days. I, I've, I've binged two or three episodes at a time. The one night, um, we had to get up really early on a Sunday... And I'm up at like one o'clock in the morning trying to cram in one more episode <laughs> to get two or three in, um, and then I get to where I thought I was going to finish it uh, Friday night, and I watched one episode, and then I fell asleep after that, and then Saturday I didn't get to do it. We were watching the Olympics last night. I didn't get to do it. My one kid was having uh, nightmares, so I'm I'm screaming to finish this series. I got one more episode, <laughs> and I think they're talking about a second series, or at least mm-hmm. everyone's hoping that there right, will be. Right, right. But yeah, I, I I don't mean to get so excited, but it is fabulous, absolutely brilliantly done. All right, that's Whew. that's you sold me. It's a great show. Yeah. I'm gonna jump ahead to page seventy, vision number twelve. That's where I was. Going uh, to I'm just gonna read the last part. It says, "Go ahead." The epic, stunning conclusion to the most highly praised series of the year. Simply put. This is the issue everyone will be talking about, and I don't think that's hyperbole. No, I don't no, think so to the words of my mouth. I mean, usually, it's, we just dismiss this kind of thing as hyperbole, not with this series, not with what we've read so far. And how uh, about Volume 1 premiering as high as it did on the, the New York Times, New York Times list. book list? Yes. Oh, fabulous. Do you, what do you have of that, Shane? So, so, I, I have a trade, if you have to trade. So here's what I have. I have issue 1, uh-huh. and I wanted to get... All in one volume collection. Oh, okay. You kept talking about it so much, as, as I'm sure it was good. I had no doubt of that with Tom writing it. I had no doubt. But I really wanted a beautiful hardback of that. But I, I've gotten so impatient that I went online to one of the stores. Um, it was um, uh, uh, Lone Star Comics, with my comic shop. Right. Ordered everything I could. It's on its way to me now. I have to track down issue four and five, I think. But I will have everything else. Okay. And then I will binge read that because I, I just cannot wait for an all-encompassing volume. Well, what's ex- exciting about the vision is that it's it's this, it's a rare title where, as you read it, especially if you're well versed in the history of, of just comics in general, Marvel specifically, you realize you're reading something that is truly innovative. That the hyperbole is 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 well earned. Like what King and the artists working with him are doing with 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 a very well established Marvel superhero. We haven't really seen like this before, um, at least, certainly in, in, in recent Marvel comics by, by any stretch. I can't recommend this series enough to anyone. Not just – forget if you're into the vision or not. It doesn't matter. This is, this is superior storytelling going on, and it's taking risks, and that, that's what I love, love to see. It's not a, it's a, it's not a, it's, it's not a book that's risk-averse. It's plunging in, and it's, it's really overthrowing icons, and it, it just – Throwing just—it's—it's it's amazing. I, I can't recommend the book enough for what it's what it's doing and the ground it's breaking. And the letters column is answered by Tom yes. King himself. Well, and and that part partly when you said about that, that uh-huh. kind of sold me too. So I had to track down as many he, he as I could. He just talked in the most recent issue about you know the other company and is mentioning you know rhymes with Batman. It's just funny stuff. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. I just cannot. Uh. Wait. And may mind if I jump the trades? Uh, yeah, go right ahead. No. The only other thing I had was 
Um, page 84, it looks like this is the beginning, the death of X, where the X-Men universe kind of gets reined yeah, in Yeah, we haven't really down. touched on that. Cause I, I find them out of, no pun intended, out of touch with what's going on at Marvel. I don't know if anybody else is really... I am too, other than to know that the Terrigen myths are causing problems for the X-Men to be born, to have powers. Um, I have mixed feelings about why Marvel's doing that, I think, in, in actuality. Oh, we, all know, we all know exactly why Marvel's doing that. Come yep. on. <laughs> um, because I like I like my X Men books, but yeah. hey, this is this is where we are. So I th- I think the X universe is going to get a lot smaller for a long while. Uh, page one twelve. They're doing an omnibus treatment of Daredevil from the Silver Age issues one through forty one, annual one. Uh, beautiful Alex Ross cover to that omnibus. Uh, we we did a couple years ago. Uh, we did a Daredevil in the Silver Age spotlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the last episodes Jamie D was on, actually. That's correct. Yes. Um, oh wow. Mm-hmm. So uh, that that was if you're interested in that history. Please check that out. Um, I'm jumping ahead to page 116. Alpha Flight by John Byrne Omnibus. Speaking of Jamie D and his passions. Boy, did he oh, love yeah. Alpha Flight. He was a huge and that last fan. summer I made a point of reading the first 12 issues. I had never read them all in their entirety. Outstanding. Well, they well deserve the reputation. And very much written. For, and, and when you read them, you're reminded of the 80s style, the, the thought balloons, the captions, the narrative, <laughs> which you don't see that much in comics anymore. It's, it's very interesting, a time capsule to read that kind of material, especially what's done so well with, with Burn at the helm. Uh, anything else for – oh, I actually have to point on page 122. Look at this, Shane. Yep, that's where I was going to. Go back to our, Marvel, our spotlight on Star Wars Marvel we did uh, last December. The original Marvel Years Volume 1, they're putting in issues 1 through 23, and the pizzazz that Murd mentioned, issues 1 through 16, the magazine. Wow. wow. I, yeah. I will probably pick that up just because of the pizzazz stuff. I have all of them in trade from Dark Horse, but I don't think I have the pizzazz stuff in any kind of format. So that's part of Marvel's – continues part of Marvel's epic line of trades, which I really enjoy. Um, I think – I mean everything else is just – Reprints of ongoing series. Or anybody else on Marvel they want to talk about? <laughs> um, this again, one page one fifty eight, slicing posters with no images. <laughs> <sighs> I want to. Um, I want to pick up uh, the Black Widow volume one. I got the first oh, yes. issue. Yeah. That trades on one forty five, and Captain America White by Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale is on one forty seven as a trade paperback. So. Blackwood, I read issue one, loved it. I have to get the rest. So I'm just going to get this trade. Issue one was awesome. And yeah, I enjoyed the Captain America White story quite a bit too. I don't think I got all of it, hoping that they would put it out in a trade. Don't worry, Shane. Everything comes out in a trade these That's days. Right. That's right. We I should also think. point out uh, 152, 153. Again, the epic collection. If you're interested in Marvel's history, they're more expensive, but you're getting 500 pages in color. Silver Age Thor, Silver Age Avengers. They're continuing those volumes. And then on page 155, the complete Starlin Captain Marvel. Yeah. All the Stalin Captain Marvel, so they have issues uh, 25 to 34, Iron Man 55, which of course is the first appearance of Thanos, Marvel Feature 12, and of course the Marvel Graphic Novel reprinting the death of Captain Marvel. Classic stuff. All right, should we move on to the rest of the book, gentlemen? The rest of the yes. book. The first thing I have is up on page 273, so if you have something before that, go for it. I do. Um, in Aftershock, on page 261 is animosity number three. I want to talk a little bit about how, I guess, important it really is to plan your pre-orders and to get as much information as you can about new comics, whether it's through us, through your comic shop, other podcasts, comic shop news, whatever. Um, Murd, in a couple months ago, had mentioned from Aftershock, a comic called Captain Kid. Yes. Written by Mark Wade, sort of a 
reverse Shazam. I thought, well, that's interesting. I don't think I would have even looked at that had he not mentioned it. Mark Wade, absolutely. So I ordered it, got it, read it, enjoyed it. At the end of the book was a preview of Animosity Number 1. This book was just not on my radar. Here's a blurb about Animosity Number 1. One day, the animals woke up. They started thinking. They started talking. They started taking revenge. Hmm. In the back of the book, there was it was three two-page spreads. Pretty much just a bunch of vignettes of animals. No dialogue. And it got to the end. I'm like, holy cow, I got to buy this book. It, it sold me just on that. I missed the first solicit altogether. It was written by Margaret. Marguerite Bennett, you know, from Bombshells. Mm-hmm. So I, I looked online. It came out the first Wednesday in August. I found about this on, like, Saturday night. I'm reading my Because it's Saturday night, I'm reading my comics. What else am I going to do? I'm just reading my comics at home. <laughs> so Sunday after work, I went to Galileo Comics. They didn't have it. Okay. Monday after work, went to West Reading, one collectibles. They didn't have it. Okay, looked online at my, my comic shop, mm-hmm. sold out. Midtown Comics sold out. Yeah. It's like, okay, I looked a little bit online. It's perfect. Sold out from Diamond. It's like, okay. Well, I could get the digital copy for like four bucks. It's like, no, I want the actual. So I went on eBay and got, got a copy sent to me for like like 12 bucks. Holy cow. Pants! Well, this, this freaking comic is so intriguing, but I, I couldn't find it anywhere. Don't you hate that? Because it, Aftershock Comics, a new number one. I can't imagine the print on this was very big. Yeah, yeah. If Midtown Comics was out of it on the Monday after, after it came out, because I've been to Midtown dozens of times, and there's books all over the place for new releases. I don't know. So if I would have seen those preview pages months ago, I would have pre-ordered that book. Yeah. So that's why these previews are so important. Sure. To just, because now I have to order the book from eBay. But I put an order in for issue two. The DC best hopefully they'll get the second one because it just looked amazing. I mean, I never had a book that that. Oh my god, I gotta go out and get this book, but then I couldn't find it anywhere. So that's why it's very important to pre-order your books, either whether it's through DCBS, whether it's through your local retailer. Give it a pull list. Preach, preach, preach. Yeah. Once again, a great PSA from our pants. <laughs> <laughs> and now. Back to regular programming. Well, After progress. I, I don't know much about this new label, but they get, they're getting a lot of top flight creators. Like, for example, on page 260, Warren Ellis is helming a new series called Shipwreck. With Phil Hester uh, on Phil Hester, yeah. yeah. So they're getting some big guns on That's, these titles. Paul Jenkins is writing Alters. Yeah. Brian Azzarello. Holy cow. And page 264, uh, this is, I, Ennis did a, a wonderful uh, tribute to the Tuskegee Airmen of World War II called the Dreaming Eagles. They're putting this, this whole story out in a hardcover. I think it's one of Innes's finest World War II stories, and that's saying something. I highly recommend that. Uh, Shane, I thought, thought of you on uh, – well, I think of you often there. Honey, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> when, you, when, you, when I saw you into the studio on camera, I got like a little spring in my step. But anyway, <laughs> um, there's a big trouble in Little China and uh, – Escape from New York. Escape from New York a, crossover. A, a boom, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, on uh, sorry, I'm trying to get to the page. Here it it's is. It's a 302. Page 302, yeah, from Boom. That looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> Both uh, Kurt Russell characters helping each other out or battling each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I had to laugh at that. Now, I'm sorry, Shane. Did you have a page in mind you were, you were talking I about? I did. Um, you but what, 270? Yeah, 273. Okay. Oh, 73. Okay. Um, yes! Yes! <laughs> the inspector yes! number one, the pink files. Yes! I love the inspector Clouseau character from the Pink Panther cartoons. <laughs> um, I hope that when you open the first cover, there's a little... Um, Oh, God. Battery-operated thing like a card, and it goes, doo-doo. That would be <laughs> fabulous. I know it's not going to do that, but, yeah. What a what a great, great thing to see that come out. And there's doo-doo. <laughs> doo-doo. Uh, I'm jumping ahead to uh, Dynamite, gentlemen. If you're a KISS fan. Yeah, about that. On page 331, uh, written by Amy Chu, artist. I'm going to butcher this. I'm sorry. Uh, Kuber Ball. Um, I'm always fascinated by how they can get so much fantasy mileage out of KISS. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yep. I'm going to jump back a minute if I can to 281. Okay. Archie. Yep. With issue 13. Veronica's out. Yeah. And Cheryl Blossom is in. What the heck's with that? Well, you got to read to find out, sir. I just read uh, Betty, Betty and Veronica. Veronica number which, one. That was great. We'll cover that again later. But So I'm excited for that. So I might that, – that Betty and Veronica issue might suck me into some of these other newer titles. I, I now have all the Jughead <sighs> issues I have to – we sit down and read. Um, um, I, I love Archie. I'm Holy super excited cow. for Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, yes. Clearer that. Yep. And on page 284, I might get this, Archie meets the Ramones. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not big into those crazy crossovers they had, like with the Punisher or whatever. Or, <laughs> no, not another. Predator. Predator. <laughs> Wait. <sighs> um, back in Boom on 305 is Labyrinth's Artist Tribute hardcover. Advance solicited for November, whole bunch of artists doing a whole bunch of stuff all surrounding Labyrinth uh, for a tribute issue, uh, tribute book. Might be fun. I don't know that I will get it. It's $25. Not terrible, but I'd rather have another story than just an art book. But, you know, if you're a huge Labyrinth fan, and I and I am a pretty big Labyrinth fan, that might be interesting. Um, 307 has the complete Frank Miller Robocop omnibus uh, coming out in December. Thought that was interesting. And... Um, on page 324, I think it's 324, yes, from Cartoon Books is Razzle, the complete edition hardcover. Mm. That might be interesting. I never got Was that story ever story. finished? I, I can only Gosh, think because you know, they I, have I, the hardback, maybe. I stopped. I had the issues. I just stopped reading it. I have to figure that out then. I want to point out on page 334, Diamond's doing wonderful work with the James Bond property. Uh, they're continuing the series written by Warren Ellis, which I cannot recommend enough. If you like your, your if you like your James Bond, ruthless, cold, hard, you got to read this book. I mean, this is this is Bond as 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 I think he's meant to be in, in terms of the real world. Um, and then next with Andy Diggle, the great writer of The Losers, for example, and Thief of Thieves is taking on a James Bond miniseries called Hammerhead. Uh, I'll be checking that out as well. Diggle for me rarely fails. So if you're a Bond fan, it's it's a good time. It's a good time to be a James Bond. Fan. Then when it comes to comics, um, 338 has in Dynamite Betty Boop number one. Betty Boop. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love the uh, Alex Ross uh, homage with the uh, Joker Harley Quinn. And uh, isn't Murda a Roger Langridge fan? Yep. Okay, so he'll, he, we want to refer that to him, for that book to him then. And let's see, 347 has Shadow Death of Margot Lane hardcover. And I don't know if I remember seeing this before, but Will Eisner's The Spirit Volume 1 by Matt Wagner. Both both are excellent. I'm reading both series. Okay. Spirit, I'm behind, but it's it's wonderful how it just captures the feel of, of the world of the spirit. Again, Wagner knows what he's doing. He knows his source material. And The Shadow of the Death of Margot Lane. Uh, Murd was hesitant about this because he thought it might be another girl in the refrigerator type story. Right, right. Um, it's, it's still ongoing. Uh 
I think it's awesome. Okay. Uh, it's Wagner writing and drawing the Shadow, and he's he's done some wonderful. He did the Shadow Year One. He did Shadow versus Grendel, both which were great. So I'm really enjoying his take on the character. Whether or not Margot will end up being that girl in the refrigerator, well, I, I won't say any more. That remains to be seen. Okay. What the hell is Wolf Cop? <laughs> cop who's a wolf? I'm, I'm Matt. This is this is a movie. I, I'm 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 clueless. What page are you on? Page three forty six. Wolf Cop. Uh, I don't I don't know. Okay. It looks like someone can help us out in the forums with that one. Speaking of movies, I'm, I'm sorry, but did you see where Lethal Weapon is becoming a TV show? Yes. Yes, That's I did. That's crazy. Anyway. You too old for that stuff? No, it, it's a movie. <laughs> it's a movie property. It can't be done properly unless it's movies. I, I, love, I love the original Lethal Weapon. I see too. what they do uh, with that television show. Anyway. What else, gentlemen? Um, I have – the only other comic I have listed down really to look at is a hardcover collection on page 452. In Titan, which is Doctor Who's Supremacy of the Cybermen. I just read the first issue. Was it good? I, I, I did enjoy it, yes. I actually enjoyed uh, the prologues that went through in the uh, Comic-Con uh, exclusive. And actually, also in some of the other um, single issues where they had a single page for each of the Doctors showing that the Cybermen coming. Is that the long con? Right there? Yeah. That, okay. that's Yeah. I might have to pick that up, too, then. Give that a read. Yeah, I actually own the... Uh, Second Doctor's page from that uh, preview. Nice. And then I have back issue number 93 on page 468. Uh, why? Just because back issue is a great magazine, so <laughs> why not t- talk about it? So Tomorrow's property should be mentioned every month as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I am always lacking in the back of the book with my eyes. Uh, I do want to point out the thing from uh, the animosity issue. Well, one thing I wanted to say about tomorrow's, as Shane mentioned, back issue, is that the company does such a, a wonderful job paying tribute to the history of the medium we all love. Uh, you know, Golden Age creators through the, right through the Bronze Age and the, and the Modern Age, uh, looking in depth into characters. I mentioned how in the previous last month's back issue, they they did a wonderful in depth look at the Shadow in comics, for example. Uh, so these are I can't recommend their publications enough. They do such a great service. Yep. Um, as far as the back back of the book, on 502, there's a new updated DC Comics Encyclopedia from DK. Um, there's a Wonder Woman coloring book on page 508. There's a Doctor Who dot-to-dot book on page 505. <laughs> and on 508, below the Wonder Woman, and this is the thing for Matt, Die Hard, the authorized coloring and activity book. <laughs> Die Hard. <laughs> Next to its Home Alone yeah, on page 509. Yeah, yeah. It's just crazy. I mean, hey, that, it's oh. great. I, I might have to get that for a minute. That'd be hilarious. And on 512 is an updated Star Trek encyclopedia. I remember having the kind of original one back when I was younger in junior high. Um, 549 has Muppet glasses. I thought of you when I saw that, Shane. Quite tempting. <laughs> 560 has a Space Ghost pop, which I might procure. I get very little toys. I've but, uh, seen it in the store, Shane. Oh, you, should, you should tell me these things. Oh, I don't know that they're out there. Because, well, ask. Well, if I miss them, it's okay because then I don't spend the money. Oh, all right. But if I happen to come across one, I might pick it up. Um, and then 18 pop figures also just look kind of silly and cool. A couple of great t-shirts I wanted to point out on page uh, 526 for Dark Side. <laughs> uh, I just thought that was fun. <laughs> and uh, page... Um, 
529 for Mad Engine. They got a really nice thing, an Electra shirt there called Serendipity. Uh, there's a previous page, a Wibbly Wobbly Timey Wimey Doctor Who t-shirt. I do like Purple. that one too. Uh, <laughs> you've got a – I really like this Daredevil shirt on page 532 called Shadow of the Daredevil. And uh, Shane, you might like the Star Trek t-shirt next to yeah. that on page 532. I think it's a nice stylized design there. That sure is. And Great Black Panther t-shirt. On page 533. Nice Gargoyles t-shirt on 532. Yep. And check out these Star Trek Starfleet captains also on page 533. I like that design as well. Some fun shirts in this month's previews. Anything else from the uh, funky novelty section we want to talk about? No. No. Just the very expensive um, 112 collectibles, reverse Flash and Superman figures. Um, they're like $70. <laughs> Or you get all seven Justice League for $100, as Pants right, mentioned right. before. It's a, it's a bargain. <laughs> God, toys are so expensive. Oh, Pants, did you see those Mego-like figures in the back, which now encompass, like, um, Barbara Gordon, Chief O'Hara, which I think they've had out before, but there's a whole bunch of other ones now. I can't what look a, at them. I have low sales resistance. What a slippery I, slope. Just, yeah, yeah. There's well, all I think sorts of shot villains. Our, we shot our bolt, gentlemen. Jeez. I believe so. Yeah, I must apologize. We weren't too um, thorough in the back of the book because, you know, of course, Murd always finds some nuggets in the back there. But we're sort of also pressed for time. We have another episode we need to get recorded yes, rather soon. But as, as always, you know, bring up on the forums anything that we might have missed. Because like I said, I, I completely missed Animosity the first time around. And I'm looking forward to getting that. And it looks really, really cool. There are some gems to be found throughout this. So. Yeah, sure and we'll, we'll announce our OTRs as soon as we confer with uh, Murd and Danielle in the near future. Absolutely. So. Confer uh, with our compatriots? Yes. Indeed. All right. And once again, this episode was brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service. Go to dcbservice.com for all of your pre-ordering needs. Visit us at comicgeekspeak.com. To send us an email, the address is comicgeekspeak at gmail.com. To leave a voicemail, the number is 267-702-6642. Please send in things for our Tribute Jamie episode. It should be a lot of fun. Stop by thecomicforums.vanillaforums.com and like Pants and everyone has already said, leave us what we've missed. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook. Thanks to everyone for sending things and contributing to the episodes. We appreciate it in spite of Chris's terrible dancing. And as <laughs> always, we are uniting the world's mightiest heroes one listener at a time. Laser beams are pain like the sea.